In this place, to find is to lose, and to lose is to find. Sorry, say that again? I, I think you lost me. got it memorized the kingdom hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before kingdom hearts 3 comes out might even figure out what's going on maybe my name is joe and i'm joined as always by my friend wheels how are you wheels i'm good we've got quite a lot of heartbreak and memory shenanigans ahead of us as we as we start to close out well not start to as we close out sora's story for chain of memories so that's exciting yeah this is gonna be a bit of a a bit of a a, a wild ride um, a deep dive a, a, the deepest of dives except for next week when we talk about this with spoilers which might be a deeper yeah. dive yeah yep. <laughs> yeah um let's let's start though so we last left goof troop leaving twilight town Mm-hmm. And now we're back in Castle Oblivion. And Donald points out, you know, we just fought, Sora just fought Riku, and they had that whole thing where they realized they had the same memory of promising Nominate that they would protect her under a meteor shower. And Donald wonders, how do you have the same exact memory? That That seems weird. And Sora's like, so you're saying I'm wrong? Okay, fine, don't believe me. And Goofy's like, okay, that's not what he said, though. <laughs> and it gets really heated really fast. It's so, so hard to watch. Aggravated. Yeah. It's, it's um, hard to watch because it's so humanly real, it's upsetting. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't know how they nailed it. I don't know how they got especially, something particularly this right. But <laughs> It's especially hard in our case. You know, we've talked before about how, you know, by the end of this game, we learned that these memories are fake, and you even if you haven't played the game before, you probably have realized it by now, I would say, uh, that these memories are fake. And with that knowledge, it's even harder to watch how mm-hmm. vehemently he's fighting for this... Made up. What is essentially his own manipulation. Yeah. Uh, it's rough. Uh, so Sora says, we'll just go ask Namine about it. She's here somewhere so we'll ask Namine about it that'll clear it all up and we don't have to and because we don't have time to sit around we gotta save her and Goofy's like Sora what's going on here because you always get really touchy when we talk about Namine stuff but you didn't even seem to remember her before we got into this castle Sora doesn't like that <laughs> yeah good yeah and Donald's like yeah uh or yeah, actually, it's Goofy who continues to say, "Maybe you should just slow down and think all this out." And Sora says, "Think ahead. How dare you? I do you know who I am? I am goddamn Sora, and I don't think ahead. I've never thought a day in my goddamn life. I am Sora. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, Goofy is so level-headed about this. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I, I think the series makes it clear that Goofy is probably the one in the group who has the most um, emotional strength or, or, or empathy yeah, of I the mean, group. Yeah, I mean, he's a widow. That, that's Wait, what? You don't remember that in the Goofy movies? I'm assuming that's canon. No. He's a single uh, dad. Like, yeah, he's a single dad, but I... I think it's always implied. Like there are a lot of there are a lot of ways you could be a single. Okay, I guess I I, mm. I, I haven't seen them in so long, but I just have that stark memory of knowing <laughs> that. <laughs> if I'm wrong, please please tell me I'm wrong. Um, all I remember Twitter. about all I really have a strong memory, of, and I guess I shouldn't even say strong memory of because it's pretty hazy. Still, is uh, is the what? What's the song that's sung in those? It's like gonna stand out. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever that song is I don't that's the that. one um anyway yeah i hope max is in kingdom hearts 3 Ooh, that'd be good uh so what really happened sora doesn't <laughs> actually say that tirade i said about him never thinking uh he actually says uh something like i don't have time to think ahead i'm not just gonna abandon nomine and he's, he's he was yelling though that wasn't it a creation of of my joke he was he is yelling this and donald and goofy are trying to say like no that's not what we mean but sora is is too incensed and says do what you want i'm gonna go find nomine and he runs off alone all sad like sad boy sad and angry Mm -hmm. you want to take this next scene yeah so we see axel up in whatever room it is that they're in with Namine. And Axel does some confusing stuff again because he he lets Namine go. Like, I'm not sure the exact, like, words because I don't take extremely detailed notes. But um, it's a lot of Namine feeling bad about... <clears throat> Namine feeling bad about everything and Axel being like, well, I mean, no one's here to, to stop you from going and fixing it. Yeah, he makes it clear that he's that since he's the only one in the room, he he is not going to stand in her way if she wants to do something about fixing this whole Sora mess. Yeah, which she promptly does. She starts running immediately, and uh, that's pretty much all for that scene. But then we do see a bit. There more. is a cool thing at the end Ooh. where, yeah, after Namine leaves, uh, Axel says. Should be interesting, and then he says, "Try to make it in." Or sorry, try to make it enjoyable, Sora. It's the least you could do for me, you know. Mm. And then he sort of like doubles over a bit, and he's like, "Wait, I'm enjoying this. You guys are something else, which uh, is is meaningful if you have played the other games and know what kind of person Axel is, what what category of yeah. person he is, because." Uh, enjoyment isn't a thing he would often feel. Yeah, we could probably we'll probably talk about that next week when we do an answer report. Mm -hmm. Um, among all the other bullshit we need to cover next week. Um, yeah. But before we get to the next world, we do see Sora up on this next floor, and Jiminy chimes in, who is still living in Sora's pocket, and tries to be a conscience and tells him that maybe that wasn't the nicest thing to do. And he fucking screams at Jiminy, too. And Sora's like, eat my ass, you fucking insect. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, we can see that he's yeah. not calming down anytime soon. And no. 
we get to the next world, which is fake Destiny Islands. I mean, they're all fake yeah. in this game. This one particularly. <laughs> sure, sure. So this one's interesting for me because he immediately recognizes it in a way that, like, I mean, it's kind of like he's remembered and not remembered all of these places, but, like, this is the first one where the dialogue has been like, oh, I'm at Destiny Islands, not where am I? I think the implication is, is that you remember your home you have you have such strong those are hard those are hard memories to break you you might forget them as you know he's forgetting all of these things but the second you relive them like a memory of childhood or a memory of of home uh those t- i think it's i think it's true that those tend to be very strong when you relive them yeah there's that and then also i guess a lot of what nominee is doing is sort of rooted in his memories True. of Destiny Island, so they might just be not necessarily mm-hmm. gotten rid of as much as altered. Yeah. Although he doesn't, he t- it takes him a minute to remember his friends Titus and Waka and Selfie. So they're not important. But he does. He does, though. Which is more than you can say about him remembering virtually anyone else in any of these other worlds. <laughs> yeah. This, there's a lot of vague talk about a her that Sora wants to see. Um, yeah, they keep playing the pronoun game yeah. and just say, you need to, oh, you're looking for her, aren't you? Or, you're oh, lo- little lovebird, you're thinking about her uh, with, mm-hmm. with without using a proper name. Yeah, which is definitely different than how Destiny Islands actually was because I think there is always this weird awkwardness around both of the boys. Right. And, um, and this one's very structured around like, oh, it's Sora and girl mm-hmm yeah uh and yeah and i guess we we see that that sort of awkwardness is still here in this sort of created memory when we do get to find riku but yeah you're right that everyone else is sort of all of these other memory beings are really playing into that idea of it's always been sora and her mm-hmm. well riku is the next thing that happens um after some I can't even imagine what this world looks like going through doors into random... Like, how do you make a new <laughs> section of... I don't know. Uh, Riku. Um, or, well, a Riku. The third Riku in this castle. <laughs> Destiny Island's memory, yes. Riku. Standing in the little circle island that acted as the training sparring area where you fought Riku in Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Sora has trouble remembering him at first actually, but then sort of snaps out of it and realizes oh oh yeah, right. This is this isn't Riku from that I've been seeing in Castle Oblivion. This is the Riku of my Which memories. Which is weird that he suddenly has this grasp over the mechanics. Sort of a moment of clarity, yeah. Yeah. Uh Riku again brings up her just as the the ground starts to shake and he says he's going to go off and warn the others but uh, and he tells Sora it's your job to warn her and the world starts to collapse as it did with the heartless invasion in Kingdom Hearts 1 and the dark side boss sort of looms over that big hulking heartless with the you know heart cut out of its chest starts looming over and Sora fights it 
And what do you know? Zoro wins. Yep. And then someone shows up on this little island trunk. Yeah, Sora shouts. He he kind of remembers the name and he shouts, Namine, can you hear me? She shows up. And he goes to her and Namine says, Sora, you, you really came for me. And Sora says, it's you. I, I've been through so much. It's it's really you. I, I just I went through all this just to see you. And Namine says, you know, I wanted to see you too, but this isn't right. I, I messed up. This isn't the right way. This isn't how we should have met. I was I was very lonely for a very long time, and I, I couldn't bear it anymore. So I sort of pulled on your heartstrings and had you come out here. I, I am so happy you did. But, and then sort of cuts her off and says, no, it's okay. I promised I'd protect you. Namine says, thank you, and I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be in this picture. And then a weird thing happens. Is it other nominee? Yeah. Actual did you not nominee. Watch this? <laughs> oh no, I did. I just like days ago. Yes, um, yeah, I've got pretty detailed notes, so I can mm-hmm. keep going with it if you want me to. No, it's it's good. So other nominee, real nominee shows up and she looks different than memory nominee. This yeah, is so I, th- I think confusing. I think it's it'll behoove us as we continue to just really lay this out. Sora is talking to the Namine of his memories, which we know he never actually met Namine, but Sora's memories have been altered so that he thinks he knows this girl Namine and grew up with this girl Namine. So when he's in the Destiny Islands world that's filled with all of his Destiny Islands memories, there is a Namine that a dream or a, or a memory Namine that lives there. Mm-hmm. But actual Namine in Castle Oblivion, because she has memory powers, is inserting herself into this scene. And the real Namine is represented by a sort of ghost-like, semi-transparent version of her, whereas the memory Namine looks looks real. Um, And so the real Namine is trying to, like, insert herself into this to stop Sora's memory from really being destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, And the memory Namine is like, oh, I'm so happy you're here. This is so great. And the real nominee is like, no, you can't listen. That's not really me. That's just what you remember of me. Her word choice uh, is interesting because she does yell out, you can't believe me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, says some stuff like, I'm not supposed to exist. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of this story really was like felt like some sort of Twin Peaks-esque horror for Sora. Because there's just like a bunch of identical people and... Saying all yeah. sorts of random shit, like it feels like some of the Black Lodge shit. And I think it's... this. I think this scene is incredible, especially mm-hmm. how Chain of or how Recom, Rechain of Memories frames it. The choice of hat and I and I assume it's similar at, uh, in the Game Boy version, but just the 3D models I think do a lot for this scene. Where, you know, as I was saying, where the real nominee is is sort of this hazy, transparent thing, and the memory nominee is the one that seems solid and and the world is falling apart and Sora is placed like directly in between these two versions of nominee as as you know the the sky is dark and everything is falling apart and he's at this point where he needs to realize that these memories are fake and 
but they feel so real. And, and I think the framing of him being literally pulled in these two different directions, or not literally, but him being caught in the middle of these, these two characters that represent believing a falsehood or, or doing the hard thing and, and realizing what's true as the world is literally falling apart around him. I think it's, it's, it's a really strong shot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> um, for, for a game that's like, one of these weird intercools that's just kind of there. It, yeah. Weirdly, there's a lot of really powerful stuff in it for both Sora and we'll get into eventually Riku. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, real nominee, you know, asks him to remember who's actually most special to him, who's supposed to be in front of him. And he does. I think, does he pull out the good luck charm while he's doing it? Yeah, and he's about to say nominee. He's like two syllables in of saying nominee. Nah, uh, uh. <laughs> Just like that. That's an incredible Sora Im- impression. Nailed it. We're working on that. And then a flash of light happens, and I think it's supposed to represent him actually remembering the real events, and the good luck charm changes from the fake star thing into the good luck charm that Kara... Kara? Kyrie made for him <laughs> yeah and it's it's cool and then the model of memory nominee becomes memory Kyrie um and it's just mm-hmm. it's a nice good scene and I don't know if anything else happens before we leave Destiny Islands let's see yeah so we get we get a quick scene of the the sort of apocalyptic everything falling apart starts to fade away once Sora begins to remember the true events and which is weird because it falling apart is also true events sure yeah he he can't remember Kyrie's name yet but he says who was that i i remember her face and then we leave destiny Mm -hmm. islands yeah so now we get to play the game backwards again um and remember Kyrie. (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so outside is the real nominee who i guess was mm -hmm. just astral projecting into the world um right I guess if she went in, she would have been a card, so... Because this fucking castle makes no damn sense. Nope. So it's not her, and then he... So he and he still can't remember Kyrie's name, which is a problem. But he does remember that the person that was most important to him, or most special to him, is, this is not Naminé. Yeah. Um, Naminé is about to explain everything and, and make our jobs easy, but instead, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, goddamn Repliku decides to come in and explain what he thinks is going on. Yeah, Replica Riku shows up. He says, you know, it's all really simple, actually. You're a dingus. <laughs> Your memory is shit. <laughs> and I'm the one who has to protect Namine. You just got it all twisted up. You remember it wrong. I'm the one that's going to protect her. And I'm going to do that. Uh, he says a we- He has a really weird line reading. He says, I think it's a, a case of like, the actor not realizing how maybe there was a comma misplaced in the script or something because he says, but you and your messed up memories are always in the way. Sora! <laughs> when he should be, but it's clearly supposed to be you and your messed up memories are always in the way, Sora. But it's like, it's like as if those two lines are two different yeah. things or maybe mm. they didn't even record him saying Sora and had to just take like a battle cry at some point or yeah. something. It's really funny. It's good. Uh, but they fight. Yep, and he 
So you win the fight, and then mm-hmm. immediately after, he just decides to hit you and then declare that he wins. Yeah, Sora goes into comfort Riku, I guess, and you know get him up back on his feet, and Riku just blasts him in the face. Yeah, uh, super nice guy, not yeah. real Riku. He's about to just uh kill Sora. Yeah, like he raises a sword to Sora. Sora is like on the ground, and and Riku raises replica Riku raises a sword and is about to slash him in the everywhere. It's a good thing that Vexen is dead as shit because he can just make a powerful anything. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, and, like, yeah. he never accomplished anything in his life, so nope. he just made this Riku died, and then Riku continues to be more than Vexen will ever be, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is weird. Weird power dynamic there. Um, so Namine fucking breaks his mind instead. Yeah! Uh... He, he's about to kill Sora, and, and even even though Namine is begging him to stop, and when he doesn't, as you mentioned, we see the same uh, animation that we saw a few episodes ago, where sort of the cognitive dissonance hit him back a few epi- few floors ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, he just collapses for a while. He's dead as shit. Like he just he's out. Yeah, and Sora's like, "Sorry, what did you do to him?" Yeah, no, so I made a note to talk about this because it's kind of just a thing and we're like, all right, Sora still thinks this is really Riku. (laughs) Sora still has not figured that out. And it's just so much shit. He's seen so many people get murdered in this castle. Yeah. He's just a boy. (laughs) I don't know. The rate at which this series goes from... Fun Let's hang romp. out with Ariel in yeah. Atlantica and, you know, sing some songs about how it's better down where it's wetter under the sea to just murdering someone with your mind multiple times in one game. Anyway. Yeah. Larkseen's here now. Yeah, she decides to show up to make things worse. Um, That's kind of for MO. Yeah. By declaring that... Um, what happened to Riku is that she broke his heart. Oof. Oof. She says some other things, like Riku was never here, which is all sorts of confusing. Yeah, she says, don't don't worry about Riku. If if Riku's who you care, care about, don't worry, because that ain't him. Mm-hmm. Um, which continues to just fucking... Like, it feels like Sora is just continuously getting gaslit and confused. Forever. Through this entire game. Although now at least he's told that this is just a replica that Vexen made. Yeah. So at least he has the right information. Whether or not he believes it yet, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, how many times do you lie to someone and they're just supposed to keep being like, all right, well now it's true. Because Vexen tried that and it didn't work. Yeah. There are a lot of things that I really like about this game. We've talked about how how I think... And we both think that it's really emotionally affecting. There's a line in here that I hate, hate, hate. Because it's so on the nose. Because Larkseen says, It's laughable, really. It called you a fake, but it was a fabrication all along. It's like, yeah, we get it. It was That line was really cool when Riku and, said, Fakes must now, be destroyed. And now I like it less because exactly, you pointed it out. 
Hello, my name is Larkseen. Here is the theme of the video game you're playing. Hello, player. I would like to present you with this two-page uh, high school book report on the themes of Chain of Memories. Ugh, infuriating. Don't just say what your thing is about in your thing. I mean, uh. who is the audience? Like, who's the intended audience for this game? Also, how old were we when it came out? Let me so. see. I'm a little older than you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll look up when it came out if you want to keep going. Uh, yeah, so my notes to say that she kick, which means I'm assuming she kicks Sora. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so she, she tucks, protect, but she also kick. kick. Yeah, she, she protect. Well, no, she doesn't really protect anything. No. But she kick, and then she kick. And that's it. Um, she talks about Vexen's fake, which is... Just, I feel like she has just a vagueness about it, too, that doesn't really help Sora. But uh, she... Does Larkseen reveal that Naminé's been fucking shit up in this scene? Yeah, well, she explains that Naminé planted all of Replica Riku's memories mm. into the replica, and she explains that that's what Naminé's powers are, that she can rearrange and create memories. And then she mm -hmm. says, binding you in the chains of memory were key to our trap. This was our only chance to make the Keyblade Master into a puppet, but that jerk Axel used Nominee to betray us, so now I'm left with no choice but to eliminate you. Yeah. Um, so she knows that Axel fucked shit up. There's also an, a line read from Larkseen about how the whole thing makes her tingle. <laughs> which is... It's there. Um... So so she blames Naminé for a lot of shit and then hits her. And Sora, what's interesting about Sora in this whole dynamic is that he still really feels this promise to protect Naminé. Despite, like, it seems to be like every time anything happens, it's like, oh, whoops, still got to do this, though. Yeah, so even though he is now aware that she's she, been messing yeah. with his mind. It's like, it's fake, but I still feel it. And that's yeah. kind of just the theme for the rest of Sora's story. Mm -hmm. um, so he feels a promise and goes to protect her. Uh, Larkseen says, whatever. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, Donald and Goofy are back. Also. Donald uses a healing spell for once in his fucking life. Yeah. It has to be a scripted event. It doesn't happen otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Goofy's there as well. And they fight Larkseen. They also mention that Donald also mentions we promise to protect you, so of course we're back, which is a nice uh, parallel, harmonious thing. So, Chain of Memories came out in two thousand four, so I would have been eleven or twelve, and I would have been probably nine then. God, you're like two years old. Okay, uh, <laughs> I might be overestimating how much younger I am than you. I didn't do any math just now. I was born in ninety two. No, yeah, that's like four years. <laughs> wow. Okay, you're two years old. You're. I. I refuse to admit that you're not two years old because otherwise I will feel very old. Everyone thinks I'm so much older, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm actually just like. Remember when Nick was on, and Nick was like, um, I'm so much younger than you guys. Nick and I are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I am like three months older than Nick. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, um. Yes, Larkseen's fought, and she's dead now. Yeah, she just dies. I mean, how many times can you get beat up by a kid? Apparently this many. Mm-hmm. Because she dies and she disappears because that's what happens to 
this kind of person in this universe. Mm-hmm. She, uh, like, fa- her, like, existence falls apart. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of just are like, all right, we gotta keep going. So Goofy this, says, oh, so you're Namine. Yeah, this nice scene is you. super interesting to me that Donald and Goofy are just, like, so happy to meet this person despite, A, the fights that just happened, B that Sora didn't know that she existed until they got into this castle. But they're just, like, such supportive dads <laughs> in this scene. I think at this point in the series, that's kind of what they've... Because in the first... That's sort of the arc they go through in the first game, right? Is that at first they're like, well, we gotta do what the king says. And the king says, follow whoever has the key. And Riku has that now, so I guess we're Riku's best friend now. And the arc they learn is that, you know... That's not how friends work. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know, friendship needs to be stronger than that. So I think now they're like, they, they at this point they have already realized that a friend of Sora's is a friend of ours mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, so Nominee finally gets a chance to explain some shit, um, which if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably already know that yeah. Nominee's been some doing some stuff with some memories um, because people have been telling her to. And uh, yeah, so it was all Marluxia's fault, but she also tells Sora that she can fix it if they get up to the 13th floor. <laughs> and Sora goes off on this... I mean, hypothetically, it's powerful little speech that he gives um, about all bunch of shit. And it, it, it ends with Donald being like, all right, tone it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. We all know that these emotions aren't real. What, what Sora says is, um, I'm very upset that you messed with my brain. But I can't really get that mad at you for it because the memories you gave me, even if they're lies, they make the the feelings they make me feel still feel right. And even if it was fake that I said I would protect you, I still feel like it's true. So and until he gets his memories back, he says to nominee, smile and try to be happy. It's easier on me. And as you mentioned, Donald says, OK, that's a bit much. <laughs> Yeah, and if Donald Duck is telling you that, I think, I think there's yeah, you pushed wrong. it a little far. Yeah, um, Nominee stays behind to look after Riku's corpse. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and off Sora goes to uh four thirteen to, I guess, clear it out. I don't know. What follows is really confusing to me. That suddenly now Castle Oblivion has the mechanics of a world. Yeah, he go. The last world is Castle Oblivion, but as a mm-hmm. world. But I guess this is just a physical place. Yeah, it it just does the still does the doors thing, which probably is just video game stuff that isn't important, and we can move on. Mm-hmm. Unlike the boat in Neverland, in the which boat, we yeah, we yeah. will never move on. I think um, I think you could just say that you you could go into it and say that the dream the memory worlds that are experienced within castle oblivion because that's where they're being experienced they they take the likeness of the castle itself and maybe the castle itself has this weird door rule so all of the memory worlds do yeah yeah i mean that's good enough no one yeah, cares it's not super important <laughs> yeah um so as it goes on sora still continues to not be able to remember Kyrie's name donald is scared of this isn't like a hallway cutscene. Donald is scared of like whatever the fuck's coming up. 
Goofy suggests that if they make a promise, it'll give them courage. If they just promise to, I don't know, I guess, go forward, protect each other, etc. Um, yeah, the promise they make is no matter what happens, we're friends. Yeah, and suddenly that's enough. They get going. Um, so now they're going through the weird doors. We get a very quick scene here where Namine is still sitting by Replica Riku's body. And then an organization, uh, someone in a hood that resembles an Organization 13 member, although we don't see their face, appears behind her. And then we cut away, which seems like an unimportant thing, but it becomes important later. Yeah. And we cut to Marluxia and Axel. So yeah, Marluxia and Axel are not super chill right now. They're not Uh, on great terms. No. So Axel calls him out for being a traitor, and... There's a really good. No, you're a traitor. No, I'm a you're traitor a traitor to the traitor. Double traitor. Um, yeah. Axel does that really nice thing that we alluded to, and again, I think this is similar to the Lark scene thing where it really spells it out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, where Axel's like, "Well, you told me to eliminate the traitor, and I'm gonna follow orders," and then he fights Marluxia for a little bit. Um, I think, I think it's important to note, even though we basically said this before, Marluxia does lay out his plan in a little more, or maybe it's Axel says his plan, but, you know, Marluxia's plan is laid out in more explicit terms that mm-hmm. they were trying to use Namine, and Mar- Larkseen had already said it, but but that, the, you know, Larkseen and Marluxia were trying to use Namine's powers over Sora's memory to manipulate Sora to the point that he would be their puppet, Mm-hmm. And then because the Keyblade Master is powerful and also because of what the organization is after in the first place, which we'll get to in Kingdom Hearts 2 and also in the Ansem report for this game, uh, that the Keyblade the Keyblade wielder is a very important thing for their goals, that if they had control over Sora, they could wrest control of the organization itself. And that's what their ambitions were. Mm-hmm. Then they fight, but Sora doesn't win because Sora's not here yet. Yes. Stay tuned um, yeah. t- for right now. Sora shows up. <laughs> um, it's and it's so Marluxia has Namine all of a sudden. He like summons her. Yeah. And starts right. using her as like a human shield. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's who it was. Who was there? I piece that, piece that together real quick. Maybe. I, I think it's I think it's Axel, but we'll get there later. That was in mm. that scene before. But it we'll could be a couple people because we. I'm trying to remember the timeline of the Riku story, but anyways, sure. um, let's keep going with this Sora appearing. It's funny because initially it's kind of like, oh, if Axel's going to attack towards Namine, Sora's going to defeat him. But Sora kind of instead just has this stance of, I'm going to beat up everyone in front of me. Yeah, what Marlisha is trying to do is use Namine as a human shield because he knows Axel won't care if he hurts mm-hmm. Namine because, you know, he's just trying to foil Marluxia's plans. But that's when Sora walks in and sees Axel about to attack Namine. So Sora has to fight Axel, but then he's like, but hey, you're next, bub, to Marluxia. So mm, Axel kind of wants to be friends with Sora. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they're like, hey, we're kind of on the same side right this minute, and I don't want to fight you. Um, which he could have a lot of different reasons for that, but they fight Axel. They fight Sora wins. 
Yeah, Sora wins. And there's some interesting conversation here before Axel leaves, saying stuff like it's worth saving Sora, and um, it's kind of... Sora's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, well, I'd hate to kill the suspense, and then he's gone. Yep. So, we'll never... Well, we will know, but we know. But <laughs> we'll never Not know. for a while. Sora runs after Marluxia to fight Marluxia. Mm-hmm. And... Marluxia asks Naminé to erase Sora's memory, but she doesn't. And then Sora's like, do it anyway. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's really It's weird. really weird because it's, cause it's kind of meant to be this emotional thing where... I feel like I've seen this sort of tropey thing before where he's like, no, it's okay. I'll never forget my real promises. And Marluxia's like, no, but like you die. Like, like yeah. I'm glad you have your emotions and all, but this will kill you. That is why I wanted her to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... That's cool, and there's a weird mistranslation here. Ooh, uh, point it out. Uh, not not really a mistranslation, but a awkward or or a translation, because Marluxia says, "Your heart will never be able to feel or care, just like Vexen's imitation of Riku," and then you hear Riku's voice say, "Take another guess." Which clearly is just supposed to be like, guess again. I didn't even realize it was like weird until you pointed it out. I was just like, no all right. No one says that. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's a thing that Riku would say, I guess. And then Replica Riku dives in. Dives in, as we tend to do in this show. I think the phrase that I have typed most in the note in my notes for this game are, and then so and so appears. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of just people appearing now, either by magical or physical means. Now they're here. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, so yeah, Riku replica Riku shows up, and also it has this vow to protect Namine. A lot of benefits of her fucking with people's memory, but uh, um, he now understands that he's a fabrication and not real. Which like that must be. A feeling to have. Yeah, I guess. My my notes literally say that feel when you accept your fabrication. <laughs> that, yeah, that, I mean, he does it pretty quick. To, like, we, you know, we've been talking about how, oh, it's so ironic that he doesn't realize he's the fake. But it would be tough to realize that. And the fact that he realizes that in the course of, I get how long it is sort of here? A few days? A few hours? I, like, mm. I mean, that that's the that's the thing. Like, the, the matter of nominee fucking up his brain and then he just wakes up and he's like oh yeah i'm fake like that is a profound truth yeah. to realize about yourself it's in a very short amount of time deeply existential crisis yeah. going on there and he's um, like fine with it yeah he's super cool and he's like you know what it's all right <laughs> i don't have to be a real boy they fart Marluxia. they win but yeah but it wasn't Marluxia. he did substitution jutsu yep Sorry, I started watching Naruto. Now it's going to be a lot of Naruto references. That's fine. Naruto is actually very, very similar to Kingdom Hearts, and I'll probably bring it up in the answer report because awesome. there's there's things I can't, I don't want to get into, but there's weirdly a lot of similarities. So turns out Marluxia was fake projection Marluxia. Mm-hmm. So I hate Marluxia in this game because for the rest of these fights, it feels like a kid just being like, no, but now I have this, and it wasn't me. 
now I'm doing but this. I, but I called infinity plus one. Yeah, which is kind of how... Oh, never mind, I don't want to talk about Naruto. Um, <laughs> uh, power fantasies, it's great. Video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down a quote from Sora that I now have no idea what the context was. Oh, hit me. His power trying to destroy my heart. Which I'm assuming Marluxia. Yeah, I'm Just, sure someone said it somewhere. Yeah. Well, so I wrote it to Sora. I'm assuming he's talking about Marluxia. There's that. Um, so he goes through this this final door. and To fight Marluxia, but for real this time. Mm-hmm. And he does that. And he wins. Oh, there's some good final boss lines here. Mm-hmm. Some good, really echoing, you know, the the nonsense Ansem says at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. Because Marluxia says, Soon the emptiness will shatter your heart here in this world of nothingness. What does that even mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean a thing. And he calls his little flower tornado. Mm-hmm. And he rides a creature that we know what it is from playing Kingdom Hearts 2, but you wouldn't if you've just played this game. But know that it's a thing you'll see again kind of yeah it's a type of thing this type of thing you'll see again as lightless oblivion devours you drown in the ever-blooming darkness how do you get so many quotes i'm just constantly typing yeah as i watch so he beats him and then he fights him again (laughs) yeah and he beats him again (laughs) yeah that's it that's 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 gonna be how all the games end. The end <laughs> for for in this show, just they fight five times and then the game's over. Yeah, um, I mean we could go into you know all the boss patterns, but we're not gonna. Uh, no, I mean there's the the second form is sort of even more abstract and weird, but that's I mean whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Dude, don't quit. But he dies eventually. Um, so Sora hops out of this final door again now that he's won. And locks it up. Yeah, we haven't seen him do that in a while. But he locks yeah. the door. It's not like a keyhole to a world. But yeah, he, sometimes well, he makes a door disappear. Sometimes he just has this power. Yeah. It's kind of just okay, cool, convenient yeah. for you. So I think so. Here was here's what I was thinking about who the figure is that appears before Namine in that short scene. I think it's Axel because Axel must have done something to resurrect replica Riku because it didn't seem so? like Namine was going to do it, be able to do that herself. I just assume he got up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And otherwise, why have that shot, you know? Yeah, it was included. And I mean, it could have been Marluxia just taking her because then he just summons her I guess out true. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and he would have just left Riku behind. So yeah. I don't know, maybe Riku's story will explain it. Maybe not, but... Um, yeah, we'll see. That's just a theory. A uh, Kingdom Hearts theory. Yeah. Uh, so some really this this next scene is really interesting to me because Sora suggests that Namine put Riku's memories back, and I'm like, dude, do you not realize that he is not a human being? <laughs> we've been over this. You don't want a second Riku. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's messy and weird. Riku's fine. But Replica Riku is kind of fine with being a fake, mm-hmm. and and he just he just kind of leaves. Yeah. Uh. Well, Sora does say, "Who cares if someone created you? You're you and no one else." 
And those feelings are yours alone. You're special, however, dude. However, he was actually made out of someone else and given their memories. So that's questionable. But the, but the feelings, Joe, the feelings <laughs> are real and special. Mm. I'm tired of fucking ethical dilemmas in this game. Have you realized this game is just Blade Runner 2049? <laughs> I haven't seen Blade Runner 2049, but has, I also completely a, believe you. It has a nigh-identical mem- uh, uh, message. It is nearly identical in terms of its theme. It's like, even if you remember something incorrectly, the feelings that you have because of those false memories are still very real. It's the same. It is the same. Cannot believe they just ripped off Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> wild um oh man i forgot so i watched this entire section of like videos with fucking uh like predictive closed captions i saw your tweets and they were really funny yeah <laughs> the youtube like auto captions yeah yeah i'm surprised i didn't bring it up earlier with donald duck but just because my notes just say rico <laughs> I, I, I remembered it so i i um i retweeted a couple of those under the memorized cast yeah Twitter. So, and someone did a really nice Photoshop of, Re- of, of like, Riku, but with a sombrero. Um, because presumably that's what Riku Rico would be. Is. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Go check those out. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> um, so Namine uh, says that, hey, so Riku's gone, um, but I am going to fix Donald Goofy and Sora. And then, so they do that. <laughs> Um, there, yeah, there's some talk here about the she way that memories the, work. The chain mechanics, sort of the chain metaphor as well. Um, yeah, that that memories are like links in a chain, and she can't destroy or create links whole cloth really, but she can rearrange the way in which these chains are linked together. So she just needs to put them back uh, in the original fashion. And gosh, there is a this part is very sad because. She says, I, if I do this, you won't remember anything from the castle because it's all tied up in, because all of these events are so tied up in this wrong order, this, this false order of your memories that when I bring things back, you won't have your memories of me or this castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she lets him choose and she says, you, you have to choose. You can't do both. And... Sora says that he wants to be made like he was, and then this is the part that just kills me. Because Namine's like, oh, yeah, um, of course, you know, who who would want um, to remember a bunch of things that weren't real? You you want to remember the people who were actually important to you. I, I guess anyone would choose that. And then it's never addressed! <laughs> oh, it's so sad, because it's like, of course, she would... You know, like that's I still the, have those feelings. That's the, you know, if you're that person, that's your perspective. You think like, oh, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna choose these these feelings, and he's gonna choose to remember me. But of course, he wouldn't. And it's just so sad to see her have that realization. Yeah, and there's some interesting stuff at play because the nature of how the chains work, according to her, he won't forget her. But also won't remember her. Like it'll be there. They're yeah. Just, it just won't have like a catalyst to remember it. Um, yeah. So that's interesting, and it might come up later. Mm-hmm. But, um. 
So, yeah, that super sad scene that just ends there. Like, there's no Sora acknowledging it or noticing. Just sort of moves on. Um, and they go up to the sleep time room, the sleepy chamber. With a weird flower egg. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Because um, apparently that's how Nominee needs to put them to sleep for a long time to be able to put their memories back the way they were. Jiminy opens up the journal and makes a note Um, because they're like hey well we won't remember you how are we gonna remember to thank you yeah so Jiminy makes a note that says thank nominee which is wild to me that it would be there still considering the journal was erased when they forgot everything but who knows yep and then they that's go it, to sleep. That's the show. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let's see. I'm going to look at my notes, see if there's anything super They make important. a pinky promise. Um, yeah, Sora says basically what you were saying before, that you know, even if the memories are rearranged, all the links are there. So he'll still be able to remember Namine and the way he feels uh, about her and his memory of her isn't a lie. So they make a pinky prom- promise that, that he'll still... Uh, that he'll be, he'll go find her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and her being her, the the pronoun thing is weird because also to remember everything, nominees like you have to remember whoever's special to you. Yeah, which he does. Um, they get into the he gets into fucking sleep mode and starts to see all of his friends that he knows. And then at last he sees Kyrie, and suddenly everything is bright and vivid. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> Namine says, "One day the light will be ours, and it will bring us together. Till then, I'll be in your heart." And Sora says, "Cool, right? Forgotten, but not lost." <laughs> Credits yeah. roll silently because uh. Emiru the Night doesn't have rights to the end song, I assume. Yeah, I mean, why it's silent. Safe. Uh, Better safe than sorry. Um, shout outs to Emiru the Night, by the way, as we're, I mean, I guess we're not really done with this game because we're not, no. Part, but um, one thing we didn't mention is that he's doing, uh, like, he's doing like a challenge run, actually. Yeah, he's it's doing on like crowd a, mode. Yeah, and also uh, not ever picking the upgrade that gives him more health, so he has the base amount of hp for the entire game sick yeah uh pro gamer I'm pro gamer i'm here the night um i was gonna i was gonna shout him yeah, out he's got a good channel with a lot of like cool like no commentary let's plays mm-hmm. yeah. yeah which some people are really into that um uh, including us when we make this show yeah i was, I was gonna shout out that at the end he has six 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 moogle points oh dang <laughs> metal as hell metal. um so the credits show a couple things that we should bring up. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly, um, we see Kyrie on the beach, which. Like see, Kingdom Hearts 2 Kyrie. Like, like no, I think bit, it's Kyrie, Kingdom like, Hearts 1. Uh, we, well, we do see some footage of Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm, I must be getting it mixed up. Okay. Yeah, so that's a thing. And the relevance of it is kind of just. I mean, there is a relevance to it, but not something that we know about yet. Um, mm-hmm. that we will probably talk about later, maybe in the answer report. Uh, if we, I mean, we have a lot to cover in the answer report, so maybe this two-second scene in the credits isn't important. Um, we also see Axel 
sort of meeting up with Replica Riku, um, which yeah. I think also makes me wonder maybe maybe that this is maybe he was there before maybe this is the first time I don't know, but we'll probably figure it out. Do we ever? I guess we'll t- yeah we'll talk about that in the Ansem report. Mm-hmm. And we also see someone we've never seen before in what we now know is Twilight Town. We see a yeah. couple char- we see a couple characters we've never seen before in Twilight mm-hmm. Town. Um but there's a focus on one of them and we don't get to see his face and we then I think after the credits roll we see a cutscene of a bunch of like really highly raised chairs and people in these black cloaks sitting in them. Some of them are empty um which maybe we can presume are the people in this castle but um because they're all in organization cloaks. Yeah. And some of them are dead, so those mm-hmm. chairs would be empty. Yeah. So that's a lot of stuff for us to figure out next time. That's it. We did Sora's story. Oh, there is still a, there's a weird like there's a weird like poem at the end. Should I read oh, that? yeah. I read that. I couldn't parse a single bit, bit of like information yeah, that mattered. I, I'll, I'll, I'll read it and see if we have any interpretation. Sure. Um, I think it's just sort of like a tone poem, like sort of echoing the Sora and Namine relationship. But it says, there is always, or maybe the Sora and Kyrie relationship. It says, there is always sleep between part and meet with our usual words on the usual street. So let us part like we always do. And in a world without you, I'll dream of you. When I come to, let us meet with our usual words on our usual street. Um, you know, painting a picture of a relationship built on memory, you know, with our usual words, usual street. So some sort of relationship built on um, habit or, or memory there. So echoing a lot of relationships in this game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're done. Yeah. We did it. We finished Sora's story. And so we're going to do Ansem Report next week, right? Yep. So, oh, fuck. I was going to mention this at the beginning of the episode and I forgot. Uh, questions. Give us them if you have them. I think we have a couple. Yeah, we, we have quite a few that we've sort of just picked up over. Yeah, people just added us game. or DM'd us. Um, so yeah, send us those on Twitter. Uh, we'll probably tweet about it when this episode goes up or today. I don't know. Um, and we'll cover any that we get and then fit it in with all the other shit we've talked about. Which is yeah. probably not a whole lot. It's kind of just... I mean, I, I don't, can't say it now. putting things in context. Yeah. yeah, it's basically just context for right now. Um, but yeah, so send us those questions at our Twitter, which is MemorizeCast um, on Twitter. Uh, I guess we can just swing into plugging stuff since I'm doing it. You can also find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I have some... My Life is Strange article went up, which is... I'm really happy with it. So if you like Life is Strange yeah, or Twin good. Peaks, read it. Um, unless you don't want to be spoiled in either of those things. I don't really spoil anything about Twin Peaks other than what Firewalk with me is about. But that's mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Um, and uh, I also just recently did a stream with Nick, who was on our show when, uh, forever ago, um, where we talk about the Nintendo Switch and... Um, uh, uh, Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and how they suddenly know how to handle nostalgia which Nintendo has never done well ever huh. until now so we talked about that for a while I think I'm going to try and write like a more cohesive version of it but we'll see it's mainly just Zelda that's the key offender in that situation huh. um, but yeah I think that's 
it. I have another podcast about One Piece that you can find on my Twitter or um, on iTunes. It's called We Are Watching One Piece. And that's that's all I got. I'm Wheels. You can find me on Twitter at TheTravisW. Let's see. What other show should I plug? Um, This week, I'll just plug Very Random Encounters since uh, it's on my mind a lot because we just released a whopper of an episode. The ninth episode of our Call of Cthulhu season was like keeping us up late at night because we were really worried how people would react to it. Um, it's a it's a doozy. This whole season's been a bit of a doozy. Um, we're nearing the end of it, so keep keep a watchful eye for when we'll be starting a new mini season and then a full season after that for good places to jump in on the show. Uh, it's called Very Random Encounters. Uh. That was Sora's story. Got it. Memorized? Memorized.